0: The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media, trinitywebmedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Everyone, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the podcast where we talk about how intelligent digital marketing and web development solve business problems. Join us always. Co-host, co-founder of Trinity Web Media, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how are you today?
1: Doing all right, Greg. How about yourself?
0: I'm, I'm good. I can't complain too much here. You know, I thought that we would talk about a topic that, you know, a lot of people, that's always on a lot of people's mind and a lot of people, you know, it's one of the things why we're drawn into a lot of projects and into a lot of engagements is let's talk about competition. Okay. And competition, meaning competition in the marketplace, competition... Within even like marketing and messaging and competing with all the other noise of everything that's going on in the world and everything that's going on, you know, around you, you know, like we, we keep talking about giving Tuesday, giving Tuesday is coming out in on December 3rd and just think about all the competition just around that for your message so that something like a nonprofit can be heard. So let's talk about competition. What do you think of that?
1: Super topical with everything coming up and you know, Giving Tuesday and the holiday season where you're going to have a lot of retailers trying to get your attention at the same time.
0: Yeah. And you know, I think that competition is healthy in some, some extent because competition, competition keeps you at your best. Yeah. You know, a lot of times. So here's a quick story. I've developed and managed the product and we've had it for a long time. And you know, other people have since entered the marketplace since we were since for us being the original into that. And at that point, I don't know if they were competing on what which product was better. I think they were competing against our complacency with the product. Wow. So I think that a lot of times what happens is people get complacent once they achieve market share or once they achieve you know having the loudest voice maybe in a space. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes you're not only competing against other people. You're competing against yourself and your own complacency. Yeah.
1: I've never thought about that aspect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so, I mean, when you, when you think about, let's, let's go to the the Giving Tuesday example. Let's go to nonprofits here. You know, everybody thinks that their nonprofit is the most important to everybody else. (laughs) You know, I've worked with a number of nonprofits and everybody, Except for one, Phoenix Children's Hospital never took this stance. And the reason that they never took the stance is they knew that what they did was important, they believed in their mission, they didn't have to convince anybody. Listen, having somebody support a charity that helps children, mm-hmm. and especially in a hospital setting, an emergency setting or long-term care setting, is not that hard to tell a compelling story. Sure. You know? <clears throat> but when you get to the other nonprofits, you know it's it's difficult everybody thinks that their nonprofit is the most important and they just don't understand why people don't want to just support them to support Mm -hmm. them so i think that a lot of that has to do with you have to be more tactical when there's more competition in a space now you really have to get strategic and tactical and tell the best story possible
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i think it all comes to down to storytelling i mean you know you can only tell people what you do you know Directly so many times, it's either going to resonate or it's not. The stories are what right. you know, people are going to identify with and jump on your side for. Yeah,
0: I talked to Devin Walker the other day of GiveWP and he asked, you know, what's, one tip, what's a tip to go ahead and increase donations on your website? And I always say, make it mm-hmm. easy, tell a story, and make sure that story and your mission resonates with somebody. Now, it's not going to resonate, it's not going to be with everybody, it just has to be with Mm -hmm. somebody. So I think that, you know, again, you know, you're going to see that, and you're going to see when you're successful at doing things, that your competition, they're going to start copying you. So what do you do in that case?
1: I mean, that's a great question. I think that, you know, constantly getting better, you know every, every time you launch a campaign, getting smarter with your asks, you know, if you're, you know, as a not-for-profit, you know, donations typically fuel the fire there, you know, how, yeah, how many absolutely. times can you ask before people are like, dude, I just gave you X amount, I just gave you this. Your
0: donor fatigue is a real thing. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, donor fatigue is a real thing, but even in, in the B2B or B2C space, you know, I think that once your competition starts copying you, couple of things are going to happen. One, you should be on to the next thing already. You you should be on to the next thing as they're copying you. Continue to do what works, Mm -hmm. but what's the next level of strategy? The other thing is that I think that a lot of times when you execute a a marketing plan, really execute a marketing plan, when competition starts to copy it, I don't think that a lot of the competitors stay on – That journey for a long, long Mm -hmm. time because they start to understand how much work really goes into the machine and putting everything in place. You know, I think that, you know, uh, one thing, if you want to look at it this way, if if competitors are copying your marketing, you have them shaking a little bit. You, you are seeing, you know, you are taking market share from them. You are taking their voice away a little bit because you're doing things differently and you're doing things better.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think this is honestly, I don't think you could be in a better position in business because you know, whatever you're moving on to, they haven't gotten to yet. You'll always be ahead of the curve if you're proactive. Right.
0: And there's a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, different strategies and different tactics that, you know, you can put out there. But again, like we say, you know, strategy and ideas aren't worth much if there's no execution behind them. So I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, the more that you can, Focus on, you know, how how do you execute? Are you executing the strategy to the fullest? I mean, there are some times when you, you you know, I hate checking the box. I hate just doing things in order to do them. But there are some times when you see people just checking the box. And, like, just Mm -hmm. checking a box isn't going to get you anywhere, especially with a highly competitive landscape, you know, in whatever business you're in, whether it be nonprofit or business to business or B2C. You know, the B2C space is going to get incredibly noisy in about Mm -hmm. two weeks pre Halloween because they're setting that up so that you can start so that they can start to rise above for the Thanksgiving, the black Friday, the cyber Mondays, and then on through the holiday season. So, I mean, I think that this is competition is healthy competition wakes you up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Again, the worst kind of competition is competing with your own complacency Like that's one of the things when it's like, you know, you're doing something that works. You know, stay the course, you know, stay the course, trust the process, trust the strategy and continue to to do things, but don't only do them, start doing them better. Start doing them a little differently. How can you put a spin on things? You know, uh, there are tons of, you know, marketing ideas, you know, that, are leveraged from one agency to another, you know, like we didn't invent video marketing. We didn't invent podcasting. It's just something that we firmly believe in. And we use as part of our strategies and we use part of everything. So it's one of those situations where just keep doing it, keep doing it better. And the more that you do it and do it consistently, I think Mm -hmm. consistency is a huge, huge uh, factor in this stuff also.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it, When I've been in the position and I've seen other, you know, marketing companies around us start to do what we've been doing. Right. At first, it's always like, oh, shit, are we in trouble? And then it's like, "Okay, calm down as in any, you know, marketing emergency. Calm down. Right. Digest it. You know, I think that a lot of our process with, you know, what you've been saying for years, review, refine, repeat, makes our strategy more successful than others because we are going to do more of what works, less of what doesn't. We have a a ton of data and knowledge on what works and what doesn't at this point that the competition doesn't.
0: Yeah. And I think that not only that, we have a good sense of, you know, our clients' avatars and our clients' personas and what resonates with them. And like, here's the thing, like you and I and our clients are only so smart together we let data tell the rest of the story. And once you're looking at the data and you're letting data tell the rest of the story, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing where you can go ahead and say, okay, well, we think that this is going to work. Let's start to prove our hypothesis with the data. Let's start to do this. You know, I know that in a competitive space and I, you know, and there's a couple distinct examples that I'm thinking of in my head that people are just doing things to mimic they're not doing things, you know, to the extent with all the data and all the reporting mm-hmm. and all the analytics behind it, the way that, you know, we do things or the way that, you know, our clients do. Things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and true story. Last week, I'm in New York City and somebody we've met at a co-working space that, you know, we don't view as competition. We view as they do the exact same thing we do, Right. but they do, they work with a different set of clients than we do, you know, right. it's not competition. You know, so also if you're, if you're worried about competition, doing what you're doing, are they really competition? Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Because everybody has a different ideal client, you know, in mind, like, you know, Trinity Web Media does not serve the same client base as, you know, like uh, Virta's or Web Dev Studios or any of those companies. You know, we, we use a similar product. We use a similar process. You know, we collaborate one another, which, you know, this allows And fosters collaboration, you know, collaboration over competition is, was always a gangplank motto. And I I believe that throughout my whole career, but in in this case, if you want to remain ahead of your competition in the marketplace, as we're talking like true head to head competitors, you know, I think that what you need to do is you need to keep doing what has been working for you. You need to then go back, analyze it and do it better. Mm -hmm. And then also what else is out there for us that, you know, new leading edge stuff. You know, I, I don't ever want to be bleeding edge. Mm -hmm. You know, I, have I've gone, I've been a firm believer in, you know, I think that being on the bleeding edge is a, a 1 million or a zero sum game, you know, you're either going to hit a million or you're going to hit zero and hitting a million is slow. Hitting zero is fast you know so bleeding edge is is not for uh, not for me personally mm-hmm. and also not for our our business and at the same time you know very rarely are we ever working with clients who want to be on the bleeding edge of technology or bleeding edge of their industry we just want to take what works and keep doing it better
1: yeah and you know from your experience i i know in mine this is true um our clients know exactly what their competition is doing as well.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, without a doubt. I mean, if you don't know that, then you're you're missing out. Like right now, you know, for almost every one of our clients, we know exactly what's going on in the competitive landscape Mm -hmm. because it's our job to know. It's our job to, you know, blaze a trail and see what's going on and to keep feelers out there in, you know, almost every industry that we work in. And, you know, and I hate to say – you know, nonprofits do such great work for a lot of different people who are underserved or challenged in any, some way, shape or form. I hate to call it out as competition, but what it it is really, what they're doing is they're not competing to help people. They're competing with your, with your resources, with public, with our resources, our private and public resources to make sure that they tell the best story. They go ahead and you know, go ahead and, and get the funding or the capital or the supplies that they need to continue to exist.
1: Yep. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah.
0: So uh, I think this is a good conversation. Any final thoughts on competition? What would you want to leave? What do you want to leave the audience with?
1: Oof. You know, j- just because somebody's uh, emulating your strategy or what you do, you know, it's time to step up and do that better. It's time to resonate with your audience twice as hard as you do today. You know, winning market share is very difficult. Giving away is very easy, you know. Don't-
0: yeah, absolutely. That, that goes back to the brand equity yeah. that we talked about last week yeah. also. You know, I think the one thing that I want to leave people is don't compete with your own complacency because, you know, a lot of times, or don't let other people compete with your complacency. You, you know, let them compete with you because of how good you do things and how hard you work and how smart you do th- you you are you know executing strategy and, and execution is yeah everything. I agree so so thanks everybody for listening Kevin thanks again for the conversation it's always a lot
1: of fun always great man thanks everybody for listening so
0: yeah thanks for listening you can catch more episodes of the new marketing show at Apple Podcasts Stitcher iHeartRadio Spotify wherever you get your podcasts if you listen to shows like eo fire john with john lee dumas or the joe rogan experience any of those podcast applications just type in the new marketing show you'll be able to find us also so thanks for listening we'll talk to you next time